These people don't give shit. <laughs> We're giving them the business, the business, the business. All the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. He's going to go. Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. He's going to run the field. It's going to be to the goal line. It's going to be gone. It's a touchdown. And the game is just one thing. Over with field of 30. 20. 15, 10. 5. Touchdown, official. Welcome to Ghost everybody. We uh, we had a couple of viewers last week, so that that's exciting. That's exciting. Give give yourselves a clap on the back wherever you like to clap on your hands, whatever. For those viewers, I'd like to say you're welcome. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, um, Joe, you actually uh, have some explaining to do. Uh, I played um, a combination of nobody and the brother uh, to start the season. Uh, Bo Nix feels like the second coming. Um, just let him finish him a better version of Tim Tebow from what I heard and I have an announcement to make uh, me and our good friend Devin Ford are throwing gigantic bets onto Auburn so that we can get the car against Florida as y'all are rooting for Florida so fuck the Gators let's go tight yeah I didn't place that bet oh, <laughs> oh, oh look at this oh guy. man I so so what you're trying to say is, uh, uh, is, is that is that what? I'm no, doing? I didn't. Devin, on the other hand, <laughs> not as good results. Got him. <laughs> Look, um, Davis and I had it pretty on the money there. Um, Davis, <laughs> you're actually a little bit off. You called the score twenty-four to twenty. It ended up being twenty-four thirteen or twenty-four. Yeah. I I was no, no, not, wait, yeah, yeah I was 13. I was very confident in the under. I was very confident in the under in that ball game. I, I just did not like an over because first off, Florida, it's it's you're hard pressed to find them score forty plus a game. You, you're just really not going to find that. Uh, and then Auburn, I figured against that defense, plus both of them, both of them really good defenses. Uh, Florida early looked really good. You know, with that first drive touchdown with Freddie Swain, you it looked promising. Then we kind of stalled a lot of turnovers. Uh, a lot of mistakes in the red zone, but uh, but then again, I, I you sort of expect that out of a decent Auburn defense. So I I felt way too, I felt so comfortable with the under on that one. Let me tell you, I almost shit my pants when Freddie Swain caught that touchdown pass, the first one when he caught it, and they split those two uh, the two defenders. I was going nuts. But from the very beginning, the Florida defense set a a good tone to start the game, and I think they rattled the freshman quarterback Bo Nix. So. That, you know, we learned a lot about the Florida defense. They're getting better, and that's good news for Florida as the offense still needs to find a good run game. But I do, I do like how Dan Mullen uses those, um, the screen passes and the extended run game, if you will, to get it to the outside to the playmakers. But O-line still needs to get better, but they did good enough to win the game. Uh, I did like overall – I thought Bo Nix showed moments to where, dude, the kid's young, he's 18 – maybe 19 I, I I don't fucking know uh he, he's a good young quarterback he needed a loss like that I think for him progressing he needed a loss like that Florida is a good good defense easily the best defense he's seen so far and it's only going to get better because they still got LSU they still have Alabama and those teams are probably going to wipe the floor with them we'll, we'll see but he needed to see a defense like Florida because guess what boys Florida and LSU, just jumping ahead a little bit, that's going to be a tough one for sure. And if so you think it's going to get any easier for Auburn moving forward? No way. So if they're going to see a tough defense, you might as well see it now. Phoenix is going to get a real taste of what his future in the SEC is going to look like. Oh, man. Oh, this season could be rough when he's facing those two other teams. And he's still got Alabama, too, waiting in the last game of his regular last season. Game, the Iron Bowl. Um, some other games jump out at me. Uh, Ohio State, we talked about this. We thought Ohio State was going to blow uh, Michigan's eighth state out for the most – or at least I did. I think, Davis, you might have you might have picked a lower-scoring game in that one with Michigan State. Um, I, mean, uh, I, I watched that game. I was saying that I think Ohio State might be the best team in the nation. They covered against the top 25 team, tw- beat them by 24 points. It wasn't pretty. At times, they struggled a little bit early on, but still, like I said, 24 points against the top 25 team. Even though I, I you know, I did say it's like I don't think Michigan State deserved to be ranked top 25. Good win by Ohio State. I, I don't think so either, but they definitely have a top defense. 
And Ohio State still flexing its offensive muscles. They did sputter a little bit early on, but um, Justin Fields looks like he's a perfect fit in in that um, in that Ohio State spread offense with Ryan Day running it now. It it looks beautiful. I think I agree with you, Joey. They're they're if not the number one team in the nation, they're definitely two or three. You know, and even better than Georgia. I think the polls have them now tied with Georgia, which to me it's kind of like no way. If you're having a playoff. We don't even have ties, just say one, two, three, four, and then whoever's five is five. They get fucked. But um, Ohio State right now, in my mind, is is ahead of Georgia. Um, oh, easily. You and never I, know. I really hate the fact – it's pointless to me that there is a tie at three. It's just pointless. First off, easily, I think Ohio State at the moment – at the moment, we're, what were we on, week seven? At the moment, Ohio State is the better team on paper – um, put those two teams against each other. It could be a completely different ball game. Which, oh, by the way, that would be extremely exciting watching Georgia and Ohio State play each other. But um, uh, you know, given Justin Fields and uh, Jake Fromm, but I it's a good story. I, I, I have got to give. Also, it's a kind of funny that they're both tied at three at the same time. Mm-hmm. But um, I think at the moment you got to give it to Ohio State. Georgia, I could put at a comfortable four. Uh, number five, LSU, yeah. Like, overall, I'm okay with the rankings, except Clemson, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Clemson, Florida State, let's see, let's see about that one. All right. Um, another one, it happened on Friday, and we actually did our podcast early last week, so we didn't get to it. Um, UCF, the 2017 national champions, dropped another one to Cincinnati in a close 27-24 to heartbreaker. Look yeah. – Sorry, guys, not your year. I don't know what to say. No fake champs for you. I, I don't. I don't know what's going on with UCF, but um, they're just. I, I don't know. Did you guys catch any of the game? I caught the tail end of the game, and it seemed like they tried to come back, but it was just too late. Yeah, I caught very little of it, but I don't know. They just their quarterback's a freshman, is he not? He is. He's freshman he quarterback. Is. I already good. made some He's really freshman good, mistakes, though. and uh, I, a lot of the UCF fans uh, down here in Orlando are complaining. I'm a sh- did y'all hear that? Yeah, they're complaining. Yeah, that was me. Sorry, com- complaining about uh, coaching of uh, Heupel. I think the co- coach Heupel. Um, I mean, they're going to play they're calls. Take time. They're not going to go undefeated every year. Yeah, I'm not going to comment much on it. I just, I just wanted to. You have to mention it. Um, these UCF fans get mad when you don't mention them. So we're going to mention the good and the bad in this week. <clears throat> so there you go. That's that. Yeah. All right. Um. Georgia and Tennessee. Georgia actually started off very slow against the Volunteers. Um, it Tennessee had had a lead up until late in the second quarter, mid mid through midway through the second quarter. Um, but are you sweating that though? Like, is anyone really sweating the fact that that Georgia had a kind of a slow start against Tennessee? I mean, it, I'm not going to yeah, sweat I get, it. I get it. It's Tennessee. It's Tennessee. But then again. No one's taking Tennessee serious this year. Okay? I'm not going to sweat it, but ha- have a slow start against a non-Tennessee team, you know, and let Tennessee put up 14 in the first quarter. It, it, that's that yeah, worried me. Yeah, but I, I'm also thinking like if if Georgia is setting up right now against Florida, which is going to happen here in a couple of weeks, it's going to be a different ball game. They're going to come in with a different game plan. It's in Jacksonville. They're going to be ready to come out hot. And it's they're going to prepare differently in Tennessee. Yeah, even though you're in Tennessee, there's no upsets happening. Not, not with this team, at least. I'm not. I just haven't been that impressed with Georgia so far. And it might be what you're saying. It's like they just didn't get up for the Tennessee game, or they didn't get. Like I, I expected them to beat Notre Dame by a billion. They might have just not been up for that Notre Dame game. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they look like against their teams on their schedule. So, Man, right. I wish we were sponsored by Blue Chew. They just didn't get up for Georgia, but you know what could have helped them? Blue Chew. <laughs> Take your pills. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, we need sponsors. All right. Um, Iowa dropped the ball, in my opinion, against Michigan. I don't know what's going on. Michigan's defense put on a show. That um, was the first college football game I ever watched. I was awful, awful. Money. I just was betting the under and kept doubling down on it, and they didn't score a point after I put money on it. So it was great. I loved it. Yeah, that's best a, that's, game of the week. It's a ten to three nail biter. So, so if, if you're into defensive football, you got it there. Um, what do you mean defensive football? It was just people throwing in or seeing how they could get rid of the ball. I watched a fumble and interception and interception on consecutive plays. 
just overall not entertaining to watch. I'm sure Michigan fans are happy with it, getting a win and a Big Ten win uh, at that. Um, but, dude, 10, 10 to 3. It's Yeah, it's not fun to watch. 10 you know? to 3. But, but Harbaugh's got to take it. Yeah, you, you'd expect Just, more from a top 20 matchup there. Um, Stanford, an undefeated Iowa team. How about Stanford? Um, and how about the Pac-12? Just overall just perplexing everyone in the nation with who's going to win the Pac-12 this year? Because no one fucking knows. No one wants to you, win it. You don't know. <laughs> do you want to win it, Utah? No? No. Maybe USC can do it. No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, I mean, maybe, way, maybe we should have BYU join. come in and join join the Pac-12. BYU that'd might be, throw that'd things That'd be fun. In. Yeah. Wait, this that'd is the fun. first week I bet against Stanford every single week. This is the first week that I've lost in that. Yeah. Rough. Yeah, and, and it looked like it was a sure thing. Um, Washington, the week before, goes and blows out USC and – you know, it's kind of one of those things where, like, okay, good Washington team going up against a Stanford team got blew out by UCF, who doesn't look that good now, and you think it's a sure thing. Not. Yeah. Dude, uh, so I want to go back to BYU. I want to go back to BYU real quick because I'm having some strange ties to BYU as of late. So my girlfriend's sister is dating one of the quarterbacks. She goes to BYU, and she's dating one of the quarterbacks at BYU. And then one of my show hosts for my radio station – uh, this is like not supposed to be known, but fuck it, it's a podcast. Uh, he lives like across the street from the campus at BYU, so he like satellites and uh, dude, I've been having some weird ties with BYU. That's why I've been rooting for BYU lately. So anything BYU does, let's go BYU. All right. If you're getting into BYU, you have to get into soaking as well. Uh, I'm gonna let you look that one up on yourself by yourself though. Oh, what's it called? Soaking. Soaking. Soak. Soaking. Okay, so that's like a urban dictionary thing, I imagine. Yeah, I'm gonna let you look that up by yourself. Uh, you're gonna give us the definition when you find during it. during this podcast. I am going to. All right, so it, there might be a couple. I'm on Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay, go good. Okay, so involves we're Mormon in here. All right, here we go. <laughs> there it is. Yep. <laughs> All right, so soaking. It's like planking, only your dick is inside of a Mormon. <laughs> so you're just, you're just, you're just laying there. Yeah, it's just, you can't move. There's it's just no movement or boring, boring sex. And then you have about 50 children. <laughs> but that, then again, I, okay, I get it though. You're soaking it in. Oh. <laughs> So, anyways, go, 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 go Cougars. Go Cougars. <laughs> that was bad. Okay. All right. Um, go Cougs. Let's move on. Last week, there was a, a few games in the ACC. Um, Boston College uh, drops one to Louisville. That didn't look too good. That 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 might uh that's a good scout for FSU though. Maybe FSU can beat Boston oh, College. Gosh, I loved uh, Virginia Tech trouncing Miami as well. That was great. Didn't they go uh, up to like a twenty-eight to nothing lead at one point, or twenty twenty-eight to seven lead? I only caught the end of it. So yeah, I, I believe they were up like twenty-one to seven or twenty-eight to seven, something like that. And Miami just another slow start. So you you know. Miami looks good against Florida, maybe because it was just week zero. Both teams just playing awful, and Miami, Miami does not doing good. Um, Manny Diaz got to get a little bit more um, excitement and fire under his team. That uh, first game, that first game looked so promising at first, and then ever since then, yeah, they had that. Although I will say. Um, just from my perspective, watching Miami get all fired up when they were contending in that ball game against Florida, I was kind of fired up. I was like, "Dude, like, look at these guys! Like, they're so fired up. They play for the U. They got the chain. They originated the chain, and they were having so much fun." And then, ever since then, it was like, "Well, that was cool." Yeah, but they're yeah, still. Yeah, we we they're saw still, Miami at the height they, of their of their excitement this season. Yeah, exactly. Ever since then, it's been like, oh, remember that one guy like against Bethune Cookman who scored a touchdown? He did a damn front flip. Yeah, he, was, he looked like me. He was like my size. He was a, he was a, he was a Rudy, but yep. he was also he was like the fifth year senior that that was like his first play he ever did. Not gonna lie, I'd do a backflip if I was a fifth year senior and scored a touchdown. So, 
There that is. Um, hey, he all right. fired up. Let's move on to this week, and we can start with Miami if you'd like. Uh, Miami um, has Virginia at home, uh, 8 o'clock on a Friday night, so that'll be a fun one to watch on Friday um, if you're a Virginia Cavalier fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I think, you're a Miami uh, fan. Oh, yeah, Virginia's just – they've been really good. They probably should have beat Notre Dame. I really thought they were going to. Um, they're going to come out and just – I hate this so much. They're going to come out <laughs> and uh, just destroy – Miami, I would think. Uh, you want my webcam? <laughs> I want some kind of webcam. Uh, yeah, Miami's gonna get kicked in the dick. Uh, this is probably, this is probably the if we're calling a game, the dick kicking game this week. I think this is it. Dude, um, dude, I haven't Miami's, even looked at the other ones yet, but that's it. it. But Miami's even favored. They're favored by two. Oh, that's going to be a bet to Joey. Let me sell you. That, there's, why, why is that a thing? But then, so it's like, normally I, I love favoring home field advantage, like within reason. Within reason, I love favoring home field advantage. But Miami's no home field advantage. First off, they're a two and three team. And if, they're, if they were four and one, they would still have nobody at their stadium. If they were five and oh, they would probably still have no one at their stadium. Like you can't put anyone in that stadium have you seen a Miami game unless they're 10 and 0 no one's going to that ball game yeah take a take you know take all your money out of your ETFs your publicly traded stocks um bet the house the dog the yard start selling weed this week and take all that money and put it on flip it just flipping bird dude I, I don't know I don't know what's going on in Vegas maybe because it's early on in the week I think this number changes. Um, yeah, I might need to go ahead and grab that while we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. If, if you have an opportunity to grab this and it's still at minus two Miami, Virginia's going to cover yeah, it. So. I, have, I, have a favorite, I have a feeling it's going to shift on over to Virginia. Virginia, um, they are a good football team. And given that they don't pull a normal Virginia move like, the, like Virginia is usually every year, I think they win this ball game handily. Um, yeah, Miami's Miami's got a tough, tough road ahead of them. Um, they got Pitt, FSU, and Duke. Those are probably the toughest games. They, other than that, they play FIU, Louisville, and Georgia Tech, which are all winnable games. So um, if Miami gets this one um, and they win those three games that I just mentioned, they could be bowl eligible, and that's what that's what you need. You definitely don't want to be not bowl eligible if you're Miami. Yeah, it's going to be tough, especially if it looks like FSU is trending towards bowl eligible just based on the schedule right now. It's going to be tough for Miami if Florida's doing what they're doing. Florida State actually, you know, makes a step up. Recruiting's going to go downhill quick. Very much in agreement there. All right, another big Friday night game, a 10 o'clock game on the West Coast. Um, Colorado at Oregon, number 13 Oregon, gets the win last week over California, 17-7. That's going to be a good game. Uh, Colorado um, always putting up a fight. Um, They lost to Air Force in a close game, lost to Arizona in a close game. So I anticipate this one to be another close, low-scoring game. Yeah, so – we're talking about earlier about who wants to win the Pac-12. I wouldn't be surprised to see Oregon lose this game just because they look like they're so favored. So, like, or they would be like very favored. So, like, I would love to see. I would love to see uh, Colorado be a good team again. I, I mean, they at one point, like, for a split amount, of, for like just such a small amount of time during the '90s, they were one of the best football teams. And then, what two years ago, they were a very good football team. They lost maybe one game. They were competing in the Pac-12, and it's kind of later in the season they began to fall down. I, I would I support Colorado mainly because I support I support the legalization of weed, and also I love the state of Colorado. It's a great state. I, I always am inclined to go that direction. Um, <laughs> always bet on weed. But uh, I against support Oregon, the legalization of marijuana. Go Buffs. But against but against <laughs> Oregon at home, Oregon. I, I got to go with them. I got to go with the Ducks. Ducks right now, over Buffs. Right now, the spread's minus 21. Um, I think it's closer than that. Um, but I'm going to go with the Ducks over the Buffs, um, like you are, Davis. I think 
Oregon sees this opportunity as an opportunity to take the Pac-12 into its own destiny. Their only losses to uh, Auburn. Auburn. They're 2-0 in the conference. So, I like it. And and it's an early, early loss. You know, it's a week one loss. You you don't really have everything figured out week one. I expect Oregon to win the game. I just wouldn't be surprised to see Colorado put them a fight. Yep. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised either. All right. Um, You got the Red River rivalry this week. Jalen Hurts talking mad shit about the rivalry if i'm if i'm Jalen at the moment i wouldn't be talking any shit like i would just play the game and get ready it's gonna be Um, a good game i think it's going to be this is going to be a fun game and i love the fact i love the fact that this is an 11 o'clock kickoff because i want to watch this game early so i can like prepare myself for florida this Um, is going to be a great day of college football this is uh same same day at same time as last year the red river red river rivalry fell on the lsu florida game it's just a good day of college football i mean this is this is jalen hurt's first real test i you'd think like any other team he's played were teams that you'd expect him to blow out now you have texas and the spread is 10 and a half favoring oklahoma uh, Joey, I want to get your opinion on this. Ten and a half, Oklahoma. Who, uh, who would you take in that one? I'm leaning towards Texas. Uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with a buddy. Just like he said, you're putting money on Texas, right? It's like, yeah, I want to. I like Texas this year. I thought they were going to beat West Virginia by a lot more. Um, I was a little surprised how close that game was. I don't know, man. I kind of like Oklahoma. I would Minus ten and a half, kind of do. Okay, mm, there it is. I, see, I think I think a part of me is scared to take those odds. So it's a lot of points uh, in a rivalry game. It, that's a lot of points for a rival, and also it's Texas isn't a bad team. Yeah, uh, yeah, they lost to LSU, but LSU's looking pretty real right now. We'll, we'll see, I guess, after this week. Um, but. Uh, I think I want to go Texas based on the line. Now, the over and under, on the other hand, is 76 and a half. Oh, I love that. I'm so taking that. Based on the future of this – based on how the past of this game, I, I think I really like the over. I love a good 70-point over. It's, mm. it's so much fun. Oh, that, that's just a good football game right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in this one, I got to go with the Sooners. Um. You know what? Normally in the Red River Red River rivalry, I cannot say that. That is Red a tongue, River Red River rivalry. rivalry. All right, look, rivalry. I'm I normally take the underdog in this game because the dog generally generally wins this game. Uh, given a couple of years, like within the last I'd say two decades, whenever I tune into this game, I see the underdog winning. But I just like to see Jalen Hurts um, have a fire under him, be motivated to get the Sooners to the playoff and in order to do that he's got to beat Texas maybe twice this year so we'll see that's kind of my x factor is I think Jalen Hurts is on a mission and uh this is just like it's adding to that fire under him right now if Oklahoma loses this game and then they beat them just like they did last year do they get into the college football playoff if other teams maybe maybe over a one loss SEC team. I think they do. If that's the scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't know why I asked you guys that question. It's a tough question this year given that there's so many cuz to me I think there's so many good teams out there right now. I mean, and I don't think you just have to let it clear up. I don't think you can like I mean this is like a que- or something that we can discuss a lot like later in the year. But I don't think you let in a one-loss conference champion over a – or you let in a one-loss non-conference champion over a one-loss conference champion. I mean, especially the losses against Texas, who, like we said, is a good team. I agree. Yeah. No. All right. Moving on, I think we all picked – we all got o- OU or you got Texas? Um, I'm going to go with Oklahoma right now because that's – they're a solid team. They have not slowed down whatsoever. Uh, we've seen some weaknesses from Texas, but I still really like Texas as a football team. Either way, I think this is going to be a good football game. 
But for right now, just based on the firepower I've seen out of Jalen Hurts in this Oklahoma offense, I'm going to go with them. I want in my heart to pick Texas, but I'm going with Oklahoma. So if you're out there, if you're out there and you get back to the show and you want to email us at higherfrequency.com or higherfrequencypodcast at gmail.com, say, hey, you fucked me over. Texas won the game. Look, this is a good – this is going to be a rivalry game. Don't bet on this game. Maybe bet on the over, but that's it. Don't bet on the game. It's All a right. lot of fun to bet on 70-point overs. There you go. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Georgia's got South Carolina at home. Uh, I think Georgia handles South Carolina um, pretty handily. What do you yeah. guys think about that one? Oh, no. I mean, yeah, easily. Uh, I mean, if we're going to talk gambling-wise, they're flavored by 24-and-a-half. Uh, yeah, it's a home game for them. So that'd feel good. 53 is the over and under. I'd probably take the over on that one as well. I think South Carolina plays them hard, but I could see, uh, 24 is going to be tough because I could see Georgia running away with it. And then South Carolina going to a spiral for the rest of their season too. It's like how many other, we talked about it first podcast we had. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Uh, I'm going to murder myself. going <laughs> <laughs> to kill somebody. Oh. Are we good, computer? Can we stop this? I'm getting a new damn computer. Anyway. Uh, South Carolina's going to lose. South Carolina's going to lose. All right. We heard from you. Book it. All right. Um, Michigan State at uh, Wisconsin. This is going to be a benchmark game because then we'll see how good Wisconsin is. In comparison to Ohio State, to me, I know the transit of property property does not translate in college football. However, I think this is a good um, benchmark just because of Michigan State's defense. We'll see how Wisconsin can run the ball on Michigan State, which will translate to if they can run the ball on maybe Ohio State's D-line, who has an atro- – not atrocious D-line, but a monstrous D-line. It, so – I'm excited to watch Wisconsin and Jonathan Taylor. I, I'm just on the Jonathan Taylor train right now. So that, that's where I am. Look, hold on just a few more weeks, Wisconsin, because you're going to have a matchup against Ohio State here around Halloween. And that's going to be a really fun football game. So you need to hang on and be undefeated come that time because we could really have a battle here in the Big Ten. At least I would really like to believe that, but I need Wisconsin to hang on and win. I'm. Like Robert said, on the uh, Jonathan Taylor train, I really like Wisconsin. I think they run, or run away with this literally and figuratively. Um, I just don't see anyone stopping that kid. How do you? No, I don't know. He's, no he's, he's Saquon, man. Yeah. He's Saquon. All right. Um, Washington State, the fighting Cougars and the fighting Mike Leeches. I think he's uh, taking his football players and their fat little girlfriends down to Tempe, Arizona to face the Sun Devils. Um, I think their football players are fat now, not just the girlfriends. Oh, and, yeah. And, and well, the, the, well fo- the fat girlfriends get them fat. Yeah, that's what I, I think. But I think, I think that the football players are the girlfriends. Isn't that, isn't, isn't that what Mike said? Like, they're like fat little women right now? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he that's is, what he said, yeah. He's somewhere Mike Leach is just cussing on his recliner right now. Um, watching, maybe watching football film. Just going no, he's watching Aliens. Come on. You know what he's watching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I'm going to take Arizona State in this uh, just because they're ranked, and that's my only reasoning there. Arizona State. Hey, hey, Herb Edwards is the head coach of this Arizona State team, and that gives me every reason to believe. There you go. I'm, I'm part of the fighting Herbies. Find what reason you want to believe. Washington State is having a bit of a down year after watching their defense against UCLA. I don't trust them. That they is it. Quarterback to uh, grow a mustache and wear a jock strap, and they might win a couple. Games. If he does that, I might, I might trust him a little bit more. Um, big week uh, for USC. They got Notre Dame. Uh, can USC? Make this interesting. Mm, 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 mm. No, it's a home game for Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame's a pretty solid team as a, a, right now, what it's looking like. So, um, I'm, I'm Notre Dame, hands down. Notre Dame. What string quarterback is USC starting? Do we know? Third. Third. Uh, third. 
I like their chances. Matt, it's still Matt Fink, I think is his name. Yeah. Fink, Finch, one of them. Um, Fink, all right. Fink. Penn State uh, running over folks this year um, at Iowa, 730 on ABC. Dude, Penn State, I think, is one of the most disrespected football teams in all of football right now. Like, they are putting up points at will. Now, granted, uh, I think they haven't really played too many teams yet. Um, they blew out Maryland, who was an early favorite to be a good team because of their first two impressive wins. They kind of struggled against Pitt, but I'm not really worried about that. Pitt plays tough at home. Uh, I, I, I really like this Pitt team, and I would like to see them get more of the respect that I think they deserve. I think you're right about Pitt. Um, that is the only game on Penn State's schedule that they did not score a bunch of points on. So, yeah, you're right. Um, just put up 35 against a, a decent Purdue team. Um, I think maybe you'll see a lower scoring game against Iowa, but I think Penn State comes away with a win. I agree with everything you said. Um, they are being a little bit disrespected, and they really control their own destiny at this point. Uh, they got after Iowa, they got Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Indiana, then Ohio State. That's the only big game after those, or after all the other ones I mentioned, and then they end with Rutgers. So. Penn State really does control its own destiny here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge believer in them. I get what everyone's saying about them. I think Ohio State probably boat races them this year, though. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, who do you have in this game, though, in Iowa – or Penn State at Iowa? I don't oh, know. Probably Penn State Penn easily. Penn State I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa shut them down, though. All right, I'm going Penn State. We're all going Penn State. Nice. Okay, um, the number one team in the country is traveling to the 12th man to face the Texas A&M Aggies. And Jimbo Fisher, this is a familiar matchup with Nick Saban. Well, maybe not so much a familiar matchup, but they know each other. They worked on the same staff, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. So we'll see uh, 3.30 on CBS. I think Alabama runs away with it. I'm not impressed by Texas A&M at all. Yep. Um, yeah, Texas A&M has looked very bad this year. Concise. Uh, so I think Alabama's just going to take them out. So that's all I got, really. I mean, it's going to be a blow up. So Texas, I had so much more expectation for Texas A&M going into this season. They are just not living up to any of the hype that they kind of had. Going into this year, I mean, Alabama's, as always, a really solid team. Tua, at the moment, I would give him – I would make him my Heisman favorite. I think it's going to be a run I, – I, I think it's going to come down between him and Justin Fields. I, I really do believe that right now. Tua's – we'll see how he plays in this ball game. It's a home game for them. Uh, or, no, it's an away game. It's an away, away game, game for them. It's an away game. Uh, they're going to dominate. And – I think Tua's going to have himself a good game. And, hey, maybe it'll add some credibility to him that he plays well at Kyle Field. Yeah, yeah there it is. Um, I say maybe, though. I mean, maybe. Again, the Texas A&M team's not playing too hot. No, I don't think the crowd's too fired up. Um, and that just comes with watching a Jimbo Fisher offense. You just kind of get lulled to sleep there with all the draws and the up the middles and the play action to the tight end. It, it's just your classic run football. So watching Jimbo play a lot, uh, when he had when he had Jameis, he didn't play like that. He didn't play call like that. So it makes me think that he doesn't fully trust this quarterback that he has. Which I thought, what's the kid's name again? I'm drawing a blank. Kill him on. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a lot better coming into this season. And the way Jimbo's calling plays, the way this team is going, it just doesn't seem like he has the juice. I'm being hyperbolic. I mean, Jimbo is exci- He's an exciting play caller, but. Oh, he's really not though. To to me, to me, he is whenever he has the personnel, and <clears throat> like you're like you're saying, like I think Jameis uh, in college, watching him was just exciting in itself because he would hurdle somebody and then stop on a dime like that Oklahoma State play that you know is pretty famous amongst FSU fans. He had Kel- um, Kelvin Benjamin, who was just a massive wide receiver he could throw to. So a lot of different factors there. Well, he even um, like really, Jimbo even really liked DeAndre Francois before he got hurt. And that season, we went to the Orange Bowl, we beat Michigan. It was kind of the same play calling that you saw in those situations. It just wasn't the same talent. But whenever you had someone like E.J. Manuel, who really wasn't that great, 
Uh, he was a solid quarterback. And then he had James Blackman. I mean, it's just boring play calls. So I just – that's kind of how I think – how I feel about Texas a right now. Oh, man. Can we actually – okay, I, I we can wrap up what we want to talk about on Alabama and Texas A&M, but I do want to talk about Clemson and Florida State because I do have some words to say about y'all's quarterback situation. I got some words to say about Wait, so so we we have some uh we have some transition music for the Florida State Clemson game. All right. <laughs> Joey, do you want to get us started? I don't get it. Like I'd like someone to explain it to me. Like just someone explain to me why. <laughs> The guy who's looks so consistent, he looks like he's in command of the offense. He doesn't freak out whenever anything goes wrong. Is the guy who you want to be your starting quarterback in Death Valley? Like I like, sure he has a big arm. Hornybrook really doesn't. You can do things with James Blackman that you can't do with Alex Hornybrook. But would you rather have the guy who can competently lead your offense on the field for more than three drives in the first half? Or would you rather have the guy who's going to go up 21 to nothing against shitty teams and then shit the bed afterwards? I don't know. I can't figure it out. I, I honestly have no idea after watching this team for five games why James Blackman is starting in Clemson. I, if one of you guys can explain it to me, I'd love but that. But that's just it, though. I'm not really sure at the moment if I can. I mean, it seemed like a shoe in. Alex Hornibrook was going to take over at quarterback. I mean, so far this year, let's look at the stats. Alex Hornibrook, uh, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. He has a QBR of 62.6 with 571 yards. And then you have James Blackman with – hold on. God damn it. I have these ads. These ads keep playing. I'm surprised they can hear Where are we at? Uh, <laughs> hey, may, oh, you know what? Maybe I should keep this going. Maybe I should keep this going for you guys. I can't. Oh, we can't. It's just shitty sounding right now. But then you have – okay, so then you have James Blackman, who has more playing time, but nine touchdowns, respectable. Two interceptions. That's really not bad. A, a lesser of a QBR. The, the passing yards don't really impress me with 970. I think the consistency – overall should go with Alex Hornibrook a little bit more experience he has more winning experience he's faced you know tough teams maybe not as tough as Clemson but faced tough teams I think your best quarterback for this particular game is Alex Hornibrook now an argument I heard earlier today from someone from one of our interns at ESPN he said that he thinks that James Blackman needs to be the starting quarterback because he's going to be the quarterback next year and Alex Hornibrook He's a senior, and he's not going to be playing next year. So Florida State's trying to plan for their future by playing Blackman. I'm I sorry. I don't buy that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's a dumbass argument. This is this year. You need to do what's best for this year. And you know what? If you got your shit together, FSU, this is not a game that's out of reach. Clemson, to me, is not a great football team this year. I think Clemson, you, play the, you put them up against Ohio State, Oklahoma, uh, Alabama, Georgia, um, Notre Dame this year. I think they might lose all five of those games. I I don't. I'm not confident in the number two ranking right now. And maybe it's because Clemson's just not winning the games by as much as they have in the past. But FSU is talented. If if they had their shit together, this could be a close game. I wouldn't be upset if I saw what we saw in the first half against Louisville, where you kind of switch off a little bit like like James proved he can make big plays and so it's like whenever you it looks like so far from what we've seen this season is when you script out the plays he knows what to do with them and so maybe they start him they let him run the offense that way and then hopefully you hit a big play or two to start the game and then you put Hornybrook in there whenever you you know your defense has been on the field for a little bit and he can kind of slow things down and he can make some uh, like short intermediate plays or Blackman, it's 50-yard touchdown or bust. So I can see like different scenarios playing different quarterbacks, but I, you know the philosophy that if you have two quarterbacks, you really don't have any. I don't think it's the same scenario because they're such different. Like their skill sets are complete contrast. Yeah, I, I could I could see both quarterbacks playing a little bit this game. Um, well, they are going to both play. He's yeah. So, so. so you know. 
with tickets as low as $65, you could drive up to South Carolina and watch this game yourself, Joey. I mean, I mean, that's a good price. Okay. Would you no. do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even like putting investing like my time into this. Like I'm going to stay at home and I would I would go just to go to Death Valley. That's one of the stadiums you want to go to. When FSU gets back to being halfway decent. There you go. All right. Um Oh, now I think I think here we are. It's time for the game of the week again. Normally I wouldn't do the Florida game last every time, but this is the second week in a row and the third time this year that college game day is at a game that Florida's at. It's at Death Valley in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. And so it's it's the game of the week, guys. I don't I don't know what else to tell you. This this shit is this shit is bananas. Uh, this game is going to be a good game. I don't care what you say. It's not. So I think it can be a good game, but now this is going to be a challenge. I think this is going to be the biggest challenge our defense has faced all year because I'm buying in on Joe Burrow at the moment. At the moment, I think he is playing really, really good football. There is such a huge difference between Joe Burrow of last year to Joe Burrow of this year. And one's because he's seen the SEC for a season now. He's 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 gotten accumulated to his role. He's very accustomed. And also, you know, he's a guy that was – was he a five-star quarterback at one point? I think he was. I think he was. He was. He went to Ohio State as a five-star quarterback. Yeah, he went to Ohio State, transferred out of there, went to LSU. It was a great fit for him. And he's playing great football. And I think that this is a, a, a really, really solid LSU team that Florida has to face. Florida coming off of a big win against Auburn. I was wrong. I had Auburn beating Florida. And you I was actually, wrong. You actually may, you may have done that on your radio show, but on our podcast, you had Florida winning. Oh, then I had a change of heart. You must have had a change I, of heart. I had a change of heart then, which I, that's a sin. I should not have done that. Well, then I shouldn't have even said that to begin with. I would have been right. You can't do that when you, you can't do that when you go on record. I <laughs> uh, no, dude, it's the worst. Cause like I, I, I had so many mixed emotions about this game because early in the, you gotta remember we, we recorded early last week and I said Florida was going to win, but then I thought about it too much going throughout the week and I changed my mind. You can't do that. You've got to just go with your heart. You um, Going into the, and we'll, I'll hold it off for just a second. In this ball game, you're playing at Death Valley, such a tough place to play. Now, the last time Florida was there, they did win, but that was two years ago. And we did go to the SEC championship that year. We won that game to go to the SEC championship. And yeah, we played against Alabama. LSU wasn't really looking that good that year, anyways. In this ball game, and actually, I need to go look at the point spread real quick before I really give my true pick. My pick in general, LSU's favored by 13. I believe that. Over and under, 56. I believe it, but a part of me wants to take the under. In fact, a lot of me wants to take the under. 13, I'm inclined to take Florida. And in this ball game, though, when it comes to winner-loser, Damn it. I, I I think I have to just go with LSU in this one. Yeah, I, I, I think – go ahead, Fish. As I, I, I want – obviously, as a Gator fan, you want Florida to win. College game day is once again going to be where the Gators are. Lee Corso picked Florida to win. I don't see that happening. I see him putting on Mike the Tiger, and so do I. I, I think it's going to be a close one. I, it could be a 10-point difference in the end. Yeah, I think it's going to end up – I think under is like a lock, honestly. I think it's going to be really low scoring. So that makes 13 really hard to bet on if you're thinking about betting on LSU. But I think Florida's got to watch out. Like the same thing that happened to Auburn with a young quarterback going into a hostile environment. I mean, for the first time, he could get rattled pretty easy. So, it's, you know, you're going you're to find out a lot about Trask. Is, that, is it Trask, yeah? Yeah, it is, Trask. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. If you guys had Felipe, I'd hate Felipe Franks, but just having the experience under his belt, I think you feel better about the game. 
But I pick LSU to win. Like I said, it's going to be really hard for them to cover 13 just because there's not going to be a lot of points in the game. There you go. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion is. Look, <laughs> let me tell you something about these Gators. This Gator team reminds me of the 2006 Florida Gator team where they dropped one to Auburn in the middle of the season, but they found a way to win every single game that year besides that Auburn game somehow. And I see a lot of the same in this, in this Gator team. Great defense. LSU has not played a defense as good as Florida's, even close to as good as Florida's this whole year. Now, LSU's offense is a lot better than Auburn's. Um, and given that, I think LSU is going to put up more points in Auburn. And if Florida cannot hold LSU's D-line, which I don't think LSU has as good of a D-line as Auburn did, it, it's going to be a tough one. I, I'm riding the Florida train. This is Jerry. This is control. Hey, hey, Jerry. Um, I, I'm right. I'm riding the Florida train still um, because somehow they've found a way to win. Even in the Miami game, how many turn three or four turnovers found a way to win in the Auburn game, four turnovers. They got four turnovers back. I, I, I see um, Todd Grantham scheming up this game really well. And if it's a low scoring ball game, I like Dan Mullen's scheme over Robert Robert Ross scheme. So that's, whoa, that's whoa, that whoa. Don't whoa, you dare talk about Ed Orger on that one. Oh. God, no time. No time. Look, look, I like Edo, but LSU is definitely um, looking past Florida, I would say. They don't even know who the quarterback is. There was a guy on LSU's team this week um, thinking Felipe Franks was still the quarterback. Didn't know Felipe Franks' name, first off. And he was just saying, yeah, we want to get him because when he beat us last year, he was jumping up and down like he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you were ranked number five, just like you are now. We'll see. Um, Kyle Trask uh, being in a tough environment. Let me tell you, when I went to the Lexington, or when I went to Lexington, Kentucky, and I was at Kroger Field, that stadium was a hostile environment. Those Kentucky fans were getting loud. Now, is it as loud as Death Valley? Not even close. But still, I think um, he showed that he was cool under pressure, and that was his first start. I think he is again. And as long as he doesn't turn the ball over like he did in the Auburn game, I think Florida is going to be just fine. So wait, well, wait, wait, wait a second. Kentucky's field is called Kroger Field. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Good food. Kettle corn. Lots of kettle corn. Real good. <laughs> Real good kettle corn. That's the most Kentucky thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> kettle corn and Chick-fil-A right next to each other. Amazing. Yep. So that there it is. Y'all can take LSU all you want. And you know what? You're not done for it. You're not done for it. LSU looks amazing. Normally, I say, just Davis, you know, normally we say LSU's overrated. They're overrated. I don't think they are this year. And I think Florida maybe just has a good defense. And defense wins championships. Well, someone had to do it. Someone had to go for Florida. And you know what? The guy who is wearing the retro Gator hat, the Gators shirt and has a whole wall behind him I got with, to. with posters and helmets. You had to go for Florida. You even have your Florida Gators garbage can over there. You had to do to. it. Well, and you know what? That is okay. And I'm happy that you went for it, man. Someone had to go for it because that means somebody's going to be right. And somebody's going to be wrong. So we had I'm to. all for it. We, we're on the same page for the most part this whole week. Or this, I know. This I week. mean, I, I have a Gator shirt on, but, man, like I always say, this is business. It is business. Look, I, I'm trying not to be biased here, but I see LSU walking in to this game just like Auburn did. Hey, Auburn puts up points. Bo Nix is a, the prodigal, prodigal son. Look, um, but Joe Burrow's real good. Look to last year and how Joe Burrow did against Todd Grantham's defense. Not good. Not good at all. So we'll see, see how Joe the game Burrow's goes. A different quarterback than he was last year. Come Joe on, Burrow way this, different. Joe Burrow is better. He's still the same guy. He's still the same quarterback. He's he's gonna be able to take off. Um, I think Florida's defense is a lot better. So we'll we'll see. Um, you know what? I think I just based this on who LSU has played this year, and they played Texas, and I I'm buying out of Texas. Whereas I'm buying into Florida's D. 
now. You like Florida's D, huh? You, you, you sitting on Florida's D? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, any sure locks you want to share? You got any locks of the week? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I need to go back and look at my list because I mean, I I, I have some locks that I could share. All right, I think FSU does cover this week. They're plus twenty seven. I think that's pretty good. I don't think they're gonna get embarrassed like they did last year. I'd I'd take FSU plus twenty seven. Is that your lock of the week? Yeah. Man, is there no line? Is there no line on Alabama Texas A and M? I'm not seeing one. That can't be true. There has to be a line on that. There's nothing at the moment. Oh, Alabama, Texas A&M. Yeah, there's nothing right now. Good podcast, mind you. Yeah, good job, guys. <laughs> I think get ready for it. My log of the week is going to be Wisconsin. They're going to cover that 10.5-point spread against Michigan State. Call it a lot. Um, hey man, so can I give a quick shout out? You know, if I could, I go, I'll yeah. give a lock. I'm gonna give a lock to Wake Forest. Wake Forest over Louisville, six and a half. Wake oh, Forest man. is undefeated. They're ranked number nineteen. When the hell was the last time Wake Forest was ranked? The over and under sixty-five. I don't even. I don't know enough to be able to really say. In fact, I'm inclined to take the under. Uh, but I like Wake Forest in this ball game because, damn it, for the very little that I have seen of Wake Forest this year, they have looked like a damn good football team. Wake they Forest have. is my lock. Davis is hot takes, and he's got hot takes. Alabama minus 17. Alabama minus 17. Bam. There's a lock. Oh, is that just the line? Was that just the line, or was that your lock? That was just the line. Okay. I, I, Jumped I, the resend, I resend that lock. Yeah. You're, you're lucky down. Lock it in. Oh, shit. Oh, double lock. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right. I think that's going to do it for that this week, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Um, just, just follow us on all the social media you can. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and all that good stuff. Higher Frequency Podcast Network. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'm also at your mom's house on the weekends. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to bed. I got to wake up early. No, no one wants to hear that shit. All right. Peace. See you next week. Deuces. <laughs>